For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to The Kelly Green Show. B-A-T-L-E-S-E-O's! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Bunch of underdogs. And you know what an underdog is? It's a hungry dog. Hungry dogs run faster. And that's this team. Here's your host, Football Kelly. Welcome back to the Kelly Green Show. I am your host, Football Kelly. Training camp is officially underway, and soon enough we'll be watching preseason football games. When that time comes, Ross Tucker will be commentating for the Eagles fans, and he was kind enough to say yes to hopping on the show today. How are you doing, Ross? Kelly, I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely love the name of the show and the play on words. Very clever, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Before we get into everything, I'd love to hear your perspective as a former player on what the training camp experience is like, just to get a sense of what these guys are going through right now. Yeah, you know, it's a good question. And it it, uh, it really varies a lot depending on essentially how good of a player you are and what your roster status is. So I was never fortunate enough to be very secure in training camp. I I was always either fighting for a starting spot a couple of years or fighting for a roster spot, you know, most of the years. And uh, it's, you know, it's the most important, believe it or not, like six weeks of the year. You know, everybody's listening is so focused on the season and rightfully so, but as a player, uh, the most important thing is what you do every day in training camp and in the preseason games to make the team. You know, I mean, right. I, I think most people know this, but you get all your money during the 17 weeks, now 18 weeks of the season. So that's what it's all about is finding a way to, to make that roster, to make that team. Um, so it is very, very intense. It's funny. I grew up, Kelly, going to Westchester to Eagles training camp to get you know, Randall Cunningham's autograph and Reggie White and all these guys. And I promised myself if I ever made the NFL, I would sign the autographs for every single kid that was there. That's awesome. uh, but, but but then you, you actually become a player. And uh, I signed very few at training camp because of the dynamic that I just described to you, which is like I was – totally focused on making sure that I made the team. And so after practice, I wanted to get into the cold tub and then get back to my dorm room or whatever and get off my feet as soon as possible. So that was the priority. And so I just couldn't like I'll sign autographs now or away from the facility 
any time for any person, right? right? But during training camp, when I'm there, that is serious, serious business uh, for those players. And so, uh, at least for me, I, I, I out every second was accounted for. And any second I didn't have to be on my feet, I wanted to be off my feet because I felt like that would give me just a little bit more of an edge for the next practice, the next game, whatever. No doubt. And it sounds like this is just a totally mentally and physically exhausting experience for these players. So I do like to give them some grace in the process of, you know, a slower start to uh, the preseason games or maybe a slower start to the training camp practices and things of that nature. So really appreciate your perspective on that. What is your impression as we get to know these players, this roster, this coaching staff, What's your first impression of the 2021 Eagles? You know, I, I guess my initial impression is I just think that they're going to be a lot better than everybody else seems to think. You know, See, I, I mean, feel I, like I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, look, I, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything like that, right? But, um, you know, I have, a, I have a betting podcast. It's called the Even Money Podcast. So I'm familiar with you know, what the betting lines are right now for the Eagles and the season win total. And I I just, I disagree. I mean, I feel like, you know, number one, if Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson stay healthy, they've got, you know, one of the top five offensive lines in the NFL. Number two, you know, Carson played really, really bad last year. Right. And it's, it's unfortunate, uh, but it's true. And the thing I keep saying to people is, like, you're talking about a guy that led the NFL in sacks and interceptions, and Kelly, he didn't play in the last four games. Right. I mean, he didn't play the last 25% of the season. And so I guess I look at it and think, if Jalen Hurts – just isn't the worst quarterback in the NFL, right? Like if Jalen Hurts is the 25th best quarterback or even 29th best quarterback, that's actually a big difference. You know, and if he throws three less interceptions and five less sacks or whatever the numbers are, I think that combined with a healthy offensive line equals uh, uh, several more wins in my mind. So I don't know if that's seven or nine or ten. I don't know what the number is. But better than four. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There's this perception out there that the team's going to be really bad. um, And I just, I don't see that. I mean, I have people coming on my shows saying they like the under, saying the Eagles might have the worst team in the NFL. And I, I, that, that would really, really surprise me. So you would be more shocked if they were the worst team in the league than you would be if they were kind of mediocre. Right. So let's look at it, right? Like what, what position group are they worse than they were last year? I mean, you know, you know what I mean? In other words, like the O-line can't possibly have that happen again with all the injuries, all the different groupings, et cetera. That's one. Uh, quarterback can't be worse because Carson was the worst in the NFL. Right. Uh, ru- running running backs are same guys, except we got Kenny Gainwell now. Uh, receivers, essentially same guys, except we got Devontae Smith now. I, you know, tight ends right now are the same guys. So, 
Um, and then even defensively, I just I don't see how they're not better than they are. Now, now listen, in fairness, every team thinks that, right? Like right now, every team looks at the additions they made and think, oh, we're better here, we're better there. And maybe they are, but I, I really truly believe that with the Eagles. Yeah, that's totally fair. You you did mention Carson Wentz, so it is something we must talk about a little bit because his availability for the Colts does impact the Eagles draft next year. What was your reaction to hearing the news about his serious foot injury? Um, well, a, a couple things, I guess. I mean, number one, I always got along with Carson. Um, I really like Carson based on my interactions with him. Uh, and so I was sa- I was sad for him, um, but obviously it's not good for the Eagles. I mean, you know, at this point, I think reasonable Eagles fans can disagree as to whether or not they want Carson to have success in Indianapolis. But everybody uh, must agree that we need him to play a lot. You need him to play 70, 75% of the snaps, yeah. right? 70% or they make the playoffs, 75% if they don't. And so um, this is not good because, you know, that would be a really nice – to have that third first-round pick, it, it's a, I think it's actually a pretty big difference between three first-round picks and two in a second when it comes to not only the selections they would make, but the trade the – trade, possibilities down the line which I know people talk about all the time whether it's a quarterback or trading up in the draft for a quarterback if the Eagles come to the conclusion after this year they don't you know that they need that you know that's a different story definitely does impact us and I think that most fans saw that news and said you know we're thinking about that draft pick I I certainly did think about the player Uh, Carson Wentz was a phenomenal player in 2017 for the Eagles. So I do feel for the person off the field. Um, It is a difficult situation to constantly be considered injury prone. And then, you know, two days into training camp, he gets hurt for the Colts. So I'm curious to see how long he's going to be out and how that impacts his time and availability to the Colts. But I am totally with you about Um, it being a significant difference in what the trade will look like if we don't get that first round pick after everything is said and done. As we get uh, into this show, I do this uh, segment called the Kelly Green Lightning Round. It's five quick, fun questions and answers. Are you ready? I am ready. I love it. All right. What's your favorite story from covering Eagles preseason games in years past? Oh, well, so um, 2019 was the first year I did it. And then 2020, we didn't have any preseason games because of COVID. Um, So this is actually only my second year doing it. And hopefully I'll do it for a long time because I love it. And I think you know this, Kelly, but I, I grew up a diehard Eagles fan. Now, unfortunately, Eagles are one of the only teams I didn't play for. Right. (laughs) can remember being in the Jersey Shore and you know them saying my parents wanting to go out to dinner or something and I'm like nope I gotta watch Eagles pre-. they're like it's crazy I'm like I don't care I'm watching it you know it's, yeah. it's the Eagles and it's on TV I'm watching it so um it's just so cool 
to think that there's other, you know, 10 year old kids that are at the Jersey shore or wherever, right. Watching right. me now call the Eagles games. Um, it's a, it's an absolute honor. And I treat it as such. Um, you know, the best story is actually my first game. Uh, so I, I probably broadcast Kelly on average, like 30 games a year. Okay. Um, and I've never lost my voice to the point where I couldn't do a game. The day before in the production meetings, I talked very little because I was losing my voice. And then, you know, the, the next day I didn't talk all day. And I went to Starbucks to get like, uh, whatever they call it, the thing that helps your voice. And when I tried to order it and it still didn't really work, I had to call the Eagles and say, look, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I mean, like, I'm coming, but I don't know if I can talk. And I distinctly remember interviewing Doug Peterson. So when I um, asked him a question, Doug went really long with the answer, Kelly. And then I asked him a second one. And he, and he went really long again because he knew that I was struggling and he was trying to help me. So I love Doug Peterson. I always will. But especially because it was like he knew I was in a bad place and he went out of his way to try to help me out. Love it. And, and he's such a good guy. Uh, I feel bad that he's no longer with the team, but um Definitely happy that he will go down as a historic legend in Eagles folklore uh, for the Super Bowl that he brought to this city. Um, what do you think was the like biggest thing that was lost last season having no preseason games? It messed up everybody's cadence getting ready for the NFL. You know, it was almost like my friends forgot or were surprised when the season started because right. it because you're used to having the preseason games and it kind of is like your alert or your warning that, 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 that the season going to start last year. It was like, wait a minute, the NFL season, like they're playing here. Go Greg Ward, Boston Scott, Josh Perkins, Alex Singleton, like all the guys that were two years ago at the end of the year, when the Eagles went on that run, winning four straight, and Carson played well, and they won the division, that's who was in the game. I mean, it was right. like it was like the uh, the Ross Tucker practice squad posse. You know, it was it was all the preseason guy. It was unbelievable. Um, and so, uh, you better believe I'll be mentioning that a bunch this summer. That like, hey, you know, there's a, there's a good chance some of these guys are going to be the guys in December that are controlling and determining the Eagles' fate. Definitely. All right. What are three words you'd currently use to describe Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff? Young, energetic, passionate. Love it. Definitely agree with those. What player gave you the most difficult time in the trenches during your NFL career? Richard Seymour, uh, Patriots defensive lineman, does not get nearly enough credit for how good he was. I think he's the best defensive lineman. I ever played against, but his statistics are not as impressive as other guys because of the Patriots scheme, but he was an, he was an incredible combination of talent, technique, um, effort, attitude. I mean, he was, he was a very special player. 
Okay. I like that answer. Outside of quarterback, what is the most difficult position in your eyes to play in today's NFL? Hmm. Um, trying not to be biased, right? <laughs> I was going to uh, say, is he going to say offensive line? You know, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say corner. I, I think corner's really hard. I mean, you know, if you've ever, if you ever played like touch football or whatever, it's not easy to cover a guy, you know, like right. they, they know where they're going and you're just tracking them. And I, I just think corner is really, really difficult. Um, that would be one. I also think on some level kicker, just because um, it's just such a different position where there's like, it's almost like golf, right? Like you have the time. Okay. It's time to kick. You go out there and just sort of the, the pressure of that moment for that guy, for those guys is, is very intense. I'm sure. Well, thank you so much for uh, humoring me with the Kelly green lightning round. That was a lot of fun. A uh, couple more questions for you about what's going on with these birds. And then I'll, uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about the Ross Tucker football podcast that you have uh, with the listeners today. We've been hearing about all these different signings the Eagles have made. There's been some big shifts in the franchise over the course of this offseason. Anthony Harris, Steve Nelson. We moved back in the first round of the draft to pick up a first round next year. We obviously still managed to get Devontae Smith, and you can't ignore having to trade Carson Wentz away. Uh, what are your thoughts on how Howie Roseman has approached the offseason so far? Well, I think it'd be hard to argue that he hasn't done extremely well. Um, you know, when you compare the Carson Wentz trade to the Jared Goff trade, I feel like the Eagles did extremely well there. And then... To, to trade back in the first round and pick up another first round pick and yet still get the guy that they very possibly would have taken at six and would have been happy to take at six and Devonte Smith is just extremely impressive. And I even like, I like a lot of these one year signings because it's a new coaching staff. So let's see if these guys are long-term answers or not but you know that that's part of the misnomer about this eagle season because the owner has talked about it being a transition year well it's a new head coach a new quarterback so it is a transition year but they you know you don't sign ryan kerrigan and steven nelson and anthony harris you don't sign all these guys to one-year deals if you know you're not trying to win this year. They're, they're trying to win. And uh, it, it, it kind of goes back to what I said earlier about me thinking they'll be a lot better than other people do. Definitely. What camp battle most intrigues you um, on this roster so far? Well, that's easy. It's left tackle. Um, Definitely. So, you know, I, I played offensive line. I actually played all five. And, um, you know, I think both my Lada and Andre Dillard, you know, uh, have have really good skill sets. You know, Mylata is just a physical phenom, and his story is incredible. Um, and I, I just can't wait to keep watching him play football and get better and better. But I think people forget, you know, a couple of years ago in the preseason, I remember just Dillard has really good feet and really good technique. You know, the issue was um, 
he was susceptible to power. He struggled against power. And so everybody just kept giving him power over and over and over again. And I think he lost his confidence a little bit and had some issues there. But he's got some really, really impressive tools, just especially how smooth his feet are. Mm -hmm. I think it's almost a luxury to have a a camp battle for that left tackle position. I feel like last year we really didn't have an answer for that position. We weren't sure if Andre Diller was going to be the guy, but I think that the fact that Maialata stepped up during the year that Andre Dillard was injured um, says a lot about the depth on this team potentially. Um, and at such an important position, uh, we definitely need to have some answers there. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to see what those two are able to do in camp to uh, potentially win out and be the starter on that line. Um, we did talk a little bit about this earlier with the injuries on the O-line last year. If they're able to stay healthy and the starting O-line is able to stay healthy, what do you think the Jalen Hurts, uh, I guess, test run of being the guy will look like? Like, this is his um, yeah. shot to be the guy. So if the front line in front of him can stay secure, what what are you expecting from him? Uh, you know, I'm expecting him to play well. Uh, I, I'm expecting him to be very effective as a runner. I think that there will probably be good moments and bad moments as a passer. But I think that running threat – and his ability to take care of the football, I think, is going to be very helpful for the Eagles. I, I think his running threat is going to help Miles Sanders a lot. Um, and I just think that they're going to – I guess what I'm curious about, Kelly, is how often they use Jalen as, as a runner, right? right? I mean, you know, is it once a game or is it ten times a game? That's a big difference. So I'm really curious to see how they use him. And that's definitely the answer or the question that every fan has at this current moment. We're definitely excited to see what the Sirianni offense will look like on the field come September when the regular season does begin. Uh, there's you know, so much going on around the league. I really appreciate you coming on to my podcast today, Ross. Listeners, please go listen to the Ross Tucker football podcast to hear more from Ross about what's going on in the NFL. Why don't you talk a little bit about what's uh, ahead for your show? Yeah, I appreciate that, Kelly. And I would, in all sincerity, I would say everybody, no matter what social media you're on, uh, follow me at Ross Tucker NFL because I check it during the commercials, during the preseason games. Like I, I see what you guys are sending me. So go ahead and follow me. And if you got a question during a preseason game or if you have an observation, hit me up. Uh, I'll probably see it and maybe I'll reference it later in the game. So for sure, at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. And then, yeah, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, you know, we will be daily um, starting week one. Right now we're three times a week. I've got the Even Money Betting Podcast, the Fantasy Feast for those uh, folks getting ready for their fantasy drafts. So it's fun, Kelly. I do it all from my house. Um, I've got Greg Cosell from NFL Films on every week. Andrew Brandt, the former Packers executive, every week. And then I always bring on some some unique other guests as well um, that I know people really, really enjoy. 
love how interactive you are with the fans. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show again. So listeners, please go check out Ross Tucker's football podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the Eagles Unfiltered podcast for more episodes of the Kelly Green Show. Fly, Eagles, fly. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.